welcome to Writing Challenges with David Morley, Director of the Warwick Writing Programme. Podcast 10, Languages Magic. Hello and welcome to the final podcast of our first series on creative writing. We hope you have enjoyed them. This week's podcast is called Languages Magic. Natural magic, like language or natural history, surrounds us in the speed at which species nest and fledge, in their dynamic connections of chaos in subatomic and planet-sized physics. Mathematics and the arts are not poles apart, but the same pole reached by different routes. You can write a poem or a story based on the order of Fibonacci numbers, that is, sequences of numbers, found in the pattern of leaves, grasses and flowers, in the branching of bushes and trees, or in the arrangements of tines on a pine cone. Believe me, people already have. These patterns seem distant from the machinery of politics and the media. Senses do not understand them. Natural magic does not just surround us, it is us, as much as we are part of the environment, It informs every function of our own bodies, plots our lifespan, and operates the way we perceive. In the same way that the natural and seemingly rational magic of the natural world simply gets on with things, so we as writers must simply get on with our work. There is a natural history to language which takes place inside us, a matter of alternative forms, variation and mutation. You can discover precise, clear language easily, and a good creative exercise is to find such material and transform it into something of your own. Take any good field guide, say, that you have to hand and open it at random. You will find precise and sometimes magically incisive description and names that seem to fall from fairy tales and a language as precise as it is strange to the ear. Using non-literary language accurately is exciting, and it can be fun. To write about an idea or concept, using a poem, teaches you to reframe that language in a genre not easily given to the transmission of information. Placing this piece in the mouth of a character will help you write in a way which is both expected, you know the poem must be deployed, and unexpected, the context must be played with to make it seem natural. Here we go then with our final writing challenge, which is all about transforming language by remaking its magical properties so that they serve your own writing. Open a book of popular science, or a scientific textbook, and make notes on any aspects that catch your attention, especially the scientific language that is used for names of species, concepts, or even equipment. Your first task is to write a very short poem that tells the story of what you have read using some of that language as accurately as possible. Now, rather than showing this work to another writer or teacher of writing, find a willing scientist or science student and show your work with them. How did they view it? Your second task is to take your poem and, without changing a word, Place it into the mouth of a character in a new story. That character could be modelled in the scientist you met. 
write the story in such a way that the speech is a natural progression of the narrative. Put any work that results from these challenges away for three weeks, after which revise it completely into a short story or poem and then send it to me. Before I say goodbye for now, let me just finish by reminding you of something the novelist William Faulkner said. A writer needs three things. Experience, observation and imagination. Any two of which, at times, any one of which, can supply the lack of others. Experience heads the list. Experience is not all about action and your physical reality, although it can be. It is also about your psychological reality, even your imagination and dreams. It is about your fears, uncertainties, failures, terrors and losses. Experience for a writer is an art of losing. Even in a triumph there is cost. The cost of experience is the currency for creative work. As I have said before in these podcasts, our own experience and how we feel about ourselves may colour how we write, and even account for creative writing being part of our lives. Never, never neglect the fact that you write for yourself, and, if you do so, and do so honestly and well, not only will you find your readers, but they, they might well find you. If you would like to comment on anything in this podcast, or read new pieces by David, then you can visit his blog at http colon slash slash blogs dot warwick dot ac dot uk slash morley d to find out more about the warwick writing program visit www.warwick.ac.uk writing challenges was produced by tom abbott for the university of warwick the music was written and performed by dylan owen